of naked Warwick. Oh, God. <laughs> smooth Warwick. Smooth Warwick. Give me that smooth Warwick. Give me that smooth, smooth jelly. That smooth jelly, Clemens. That smooth jelly. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ruin Terrible Radio. I am Blevins. With me, as always, is Saucy. Oh. What's up, buddy? Oh, I don't. I'm. This, we had. So, if you're if you're listening to this at a regular time and weren't here at the pre-show, it's been a nonsensical one. If you could tell a nonsensical right. one, we thought last week was wacky and zany. Well, <laughs> oh. no, this, this should be a lot more coherent. This That's week. true. The episode will, but the pre-show was absolutely not. The pre-show involved <laughs> smooth Warwick. Um, so how's your day going Blevins? Oh, it's, it's going great. It, it is going great. So uh, I have a new job and I don't, mm-hmm. Uh, it might be announced on Twitter by the time you're listening to this episode, so I don't know. Um, but for the sake of it, just I'll just say it. I'll just announce. Well, I mean, I announced that I was getting a new job. I just didn't announce what it was, yeah. so I'll just say it now for the listeners. So right now, I'm. And there you go. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. So um. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super excited to be working with. But um. <laughs> Oh, uh, that gag's never going to get You get a lot of mileage out of that button, let me tell you. <laughs> I get a lot of mileage out of I, Just that that piece of technology is just my favorite it's worth thing. worth the money. It's, I've never been more happy with $500 that I've spent in my entire life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm, so good. Kind of like the smooth so jelly. Creamy. So creamy. <laughs> I was trying to remember <laughs> what that was. Yeah, it was creamy. Um, so <laughs> you bring that up. We actually got to, we played a little, uh, this has nothing to do with LOR, but that's fine. Um, we played um, some TFT over the weekend with uh, Danny Donuts, with uh, with Space Coast, uh, Danny from Danny Space Coast, um, some folks from the Discord as well, Saucy. Yeah, yeah, we had a big Discord um, TFT party, impromptu, and I. I've got to say, the amount of laughing that happened that entire day is some <laughs> of the most laughing I've done in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, if we, it, we came up with some jokes that aren't even humor remotely not even a, in any way. Not even And close. I continue to tweet about them as if they're <laughs> real jokes. And the rest of my Twitter is like, that the hell saucy. This isn't even funny. And I'm like, it's a funny joke. It's a funny <laughs> joke. You had to be yeah. there. Um, but if you yeah. want to be there, uh, just keep an eye out on the Discord. We're not, yeah. it's not really a formal thing. We're just kind of, you know, playing some games yeah, sometimes. Just, so. It's just fun. And if you want to use the Discord, discord.me slash Rune Terrible Radio to play some games, whether, I mean, a lot of you are already playing games uh, LOR, but if you want to play TFT, I think we've got some channels for other stuff in there. Feel free. I mean, the the Discord server is yours just yeah. as much as it is ours. So don't feel like uh, you have to ask permission to use the, uh, the text channels or anything if you want to yeah. get some games going together. So. Yeah. So I, I didn't get a new job this week, um, but I am getting new eyes. So I... I'm uh, on what is today? Well, I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter for you guys. But in a couple days from when we're recording this, I'm going to get some uh, cybernetic eye replacements, as I'm calling them, also known as LASIK to the rest of the normal people out there. (laughs) So after this recording, I have to go and get uh, my eyeballs measured again 
to make sure they haven't changed size from last week or something like that. So uh, like how, okay. wait, your eyes can change size? What? Yeah, I guess like I guess your your corneas can change size. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's all uh, science. Are you ready for your new eyes, Saucy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be able to see anything. I'll see everything and anything. So, yeah, it, it's actually, it's crazy. It, people think, you know, you get streamer luck and whatnot from playing LOR when you're streaming. But it's really, it's the, the cyborg eyes that I have allow me to see my opponent's cards face up. Oh, <laughs> so you've got like the millennium yeah. eye from, of Pegasus yeah. from Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Yeah, it's really good. So I'm like, I bet his third card from the left is a Vile Feast, so I'm going to play around it. It's because I know it's a Vile Feast. It's because I know it's always been a Vile Feast and always mm -hmm. will be. Yep. Um, hey, Blevins, what's your, what's your card of the week? My card of the week. Okay, so I will get into my card of the week in just a second. Okay. But first, I wanted to shout out, we've got a new patron, Saucy. What? Yeah, we got a brand new patron this week. It is Medler. Came in at the $5 level over at patreon.com slash radio. If you want to join Medler as well as the many other folks who have been very, very gracious in with their patronage, uh, head over yeah. to patreon.com slash radio. Uh, we're coming up on a... <clears throat> We're coming up on the end of the month, which we'll be putting out our Patreon exclusive newsletter, and uh, we've got some other stuff in the mix as well. So yeah, make sure Medler, to check that out. I could, I would kiss you if I could, but that's a much higher patron tier. So yeah, that is a way way higher. Uh, <laughs> that is a way higher Patreon tier. Yeah, sorry, uh, yeah. not calling you cheap, but you gotta dish out the cash. For you that gotta, one. It is the ten thousand dollar Patreon tier. Get from me also it, it's not on patreon because i think that's probably against the tos so just message us probably directly you gotta if you want. yeah message but, us and you know we'll give you information give you, give you a little, little, little. uh okay that got weird really quick um and i'm okay with it so okay yep. my card of the week okay <clears throat> so i've got one and this one comes about from a deck that was played at Fight Night this week, uh, the Giant Slayer Fight Night, uh, piloted by the one and only the Master Earlmeister, who played a deck that he coined the name of as Hodor and the North. Okay, uh, I like it. Which is a Braum Trundle uh, Noxus deck. And... Mm -hmm. It is some spicy, spicy mustard is what I would call it. Yeah. It is basically an overwhelm tribal deck. And yeah. when I first saw it, um, so I was looking at the deck list and, and Casa goes, oh, you should take a look at Earl's deck. And I looked at it and I go, I, I started to panic because I saw 3X Alpha Wild Claw in the deck and I went, oh, crap. Are we casting an expedition tournament this week? Yeah. Oh, did he register with the wrong deck? Is, is yeah. the thing. I, I literally thought that for a second that we were casting an expedition tournament. So I got very nervous. And he's like, no, that's just the spice. And let me tell you. So we casted it the first round and it slapped. Uh, it absolutely yeah. slapped. Now, he got O2'd using scouts. Again, dead deck, by the way, Saucy. Um, yeah, I can't play it. Couldn't, couldn't win with scouts, but every game, and, and uh, 
So he lost in the first round, and then he won the second round, and then I think he lost in in his third round to get eliminated. But every, I I went into his channel or his um his Twitch a couple days later, and he said he didn't lose with that deck. Um, he he did not lose with the Hodor in the North deck. So um, I'll post the uh I'll post the deck code in the description. Um, if y'all want it, and I actually, I'll post it in chat now for anyone, uh, who's yeah. looking for it, uh, in, in chat it right spicy. now. It's super it spicy. spicy. Yeah. When we were checking it out before the show, cause I hadn't seen it and I was like, okay, I can, I can get behind this. Mm. I can get behind this. And Trundle is fun. I like him a lot. Dude, Trundle, Trundle is stupid good. It was stupid good. Well, yes, Trundle is stupid good because A, he's stupid uh, as a character, but also he's just really good. Um, but the, the way the deck works essentially, because it does look like a pile of jank, right? Like that's what it looks like. But it's running almost every single unit in the deck, I think with the exception of Ice Veil Archer. I'm not looking at the deck. I'm trying to remember this off the top of my head. Ice Veil Archer, Omen Hawk. <clears throat> Unflipped Trundle and Braum has Overwhelm for the most part. Yep. So every card in the deck has Overwhelm. And then every spell in the deck is essentially some sort of buff or it's a stun or it's uh, Whirling Death. And if you're unfamiliar, stuns and Whirling Death and buffs work really, really well with Overwhelm, especially yeah. the um, five mana Noxus pump board stun a guy that works super well with overwhelm like you win out of nowhere right so it is not really an aggro deck in the traditional sense like it's not a uh you know do 17 damage in two turns then try to find the last three like a pnz noxus burn deck is um the way that earl meister categorized it was mid grow like a mid-range aggro okay. where you're like you're building up a board and then you kind of win in one turn or like you're playing a board and you're chunking for 10 in one turn and then 10 in another turn. And like, that's kind of aggro, but it's also kind of mid range and kind of, it's, yeah. it's really interesting and it's super off meta. So if you're looking for something off meta to play, uh, that actually is powerful. I played it at, um, diamond, uh, quite a bit. It had a, a pretty good win rate. Casa also mentioned he was playing it in masters and beat a lot of meta decks. Um, definitely check that out and definitely try out uh, the Hodor deck. And uh, if you're looking for questions about it, make sure you hit up Earl Meister on Twitter uh, or in his stream for sure. Um, yeah, I, it's really cool. It's like an yeah. explosive mid-range Yes, deck. yes. Um, I will note that this deck kind of came out in the, and I think this will, well, actually, before we get in, before we get into the, the card I was talking about, um, Saucy, what, what's your card of the week? My card of the week is uh, gonna have to be Elixir of Iron. Okay. That card. So I've been playing a lot of uh, Timo Sejuani again because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, one, it's not on the ladder anymore at all. It's non-existent, nope. uh, so no one expects it or remembers how to play around it, <laughs> and people forget how mushrooms work still. Yep. Um, but no one ever plays around Elixir of Iron anymore at all because that card just doesn't nope. see play. And the amount of times I've just had complete blowouts against my opponent, like thinking they were going to kill Teemo or doing really bad, mm -hmm. you know, like TFs and stuff. It's just been awesome. I've killed so many Twisted Fates just by having an Iron, and it's been <laughs> amazing. Like when you're, because Teemo is always gigantic in that deck. And when yep. you're like killing a Twisted Fate with like, a, you know, like a 2 2 Teemo that you then Iron, mm -hmm. oh, it's so good. I love that card, and that has been my favorite card except for troll chance just better but 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's the card you naturally think of, right, is Troll Chant. Well, the funny thing is, is that everyone's thinking about Troll Chant. So if you only have one mana, people are thinking, oh, don't have Troll Chant mana. Great. Exactly. And get That's been the thing. They're like, okay, yeah. I mean, Saucy's already played a Troll Chant. He only has one mana. Literally nothing in the game that exists can keep this Teemo alive. And they're like, ha, 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 two health to my Teemo. Yep. And then I win every time. It seems really good. Um, notably, Elixir of Iron is also in the Hodor in the North deck, I believe, if I yeah. recall correctly. At least, I, think uh, it was. I think there might be at least one copy in there. Yeah, I mean, it really, really good card. Um, and I'm, it's really cool to see, like, I think we've started to see a little bit, like, um, of these, you know, older or more traditional decks that just kind of went to the wayside and, like, weren't played because the new set came out and... I'm I'm waiting saucy for um just good old fashioned Kinku elusives or some sort of elusives deck to come back because like everyone was like oh hush exists therefore elusives are useless it's like well hush isn't your hero power like it would be in in Hearthstone yeah. where you just always you have do it, it every right? turn yeah. it's like you always have it and you can do it every turn you need to run it not every not every deck's Targon. The Targon deck needs to have it. The Targon deck needs to be playing multiple copies. They also only get it for one turn. And okay. you need the mana. And, and you yeah. need the mana, and it's inefficient, and you're playing really cheap spells, and you're doing it early, and if they have to spend their turn hushing and they don't have a board, like it doesn't really matter. Um, if they don't have a board anyway, it doesn't matter, et cetera, et cetera. So, I, I mean, I have not seen any sort of elusive deck in that sense, um, like, at all. Like, it's it, yeah. like the, the Zed elusives deck that has been... So good for so long, just gone, just completely gone. Yeah, it's really weird because it never really, like, even when it was not the most popular deck, it was always there, especially in like tournament too. Like, it was always a, um, like, it was just always there. And and now I, I feel like people have really shied away from Ionia recently. Yeah, I the most recent I saw someone was playing, uh, it was like a Diana um zed elusives deck with you know mm. nightfall stuff which is pretty mm-hmm. cool um it's seen i mean i don't think it was anything close to refined but it was a cool idea yeah i i tried to play i tried to play it a little bit during like the first weeks um because my first thing is i want to either try to play something that abuses um rally or is elusive or has a moose in it or all three of those things <laughs> ideally yeah, all, things. Uh, all three of those things ideally um but during the first week, again, like the the thing was that every deck was running Targon because everyone wanted to play the new cards, and every deck was running three hushes because everyone thought it was busted, and you always had the, the hush because you were running three. So the, mm-hmm. at that time, it actually was bad, and I think a lot of people attributed that to like, oh well, that's just how the meta is. When especially yeah. in a tournament format, it's definitely not like that. But we'll see. I I mean, I'm not, I'm not playing in tournaments. So, uh, my, my innovate, yeah. my, my innovations are, are, uh, gone, but yeah. I, speaking of cards and that were no longer in the meta, but now are everywhere. Yes. Um, this is a card. Uh, well, the card that I'm talking about is deny. Uh, yeah. We saw like none of, and now mm-hmm. they're everywhere because people are playing Lee Sin because it's now yes. a card. It's a new card in the game. They added Lee Sin yep. with this last Finally. patch, if you didn't know. He Finally. wasn't in the game before. Mm-hmm. Finally added Lee Sin. Um, now that he's everywhere, people are like, oh, yeah, Deny's a thing I can play. And, uh, yeah, it's 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 really good. Card's good. Yep. 
it, it um I was actually watching uh I was watching Jeff Hoagland's stream um who's been on the show uh, shout out to Jeff friend of the podcast um was watching his stream the other day and he was playing um it wasn't Lee Sin but he was playing something with Ionia in it and I don't remember what it was um but he he mentioned and it was a really good point he was like deny and uh i think maybe he was talking about ruination there's another card but like deny and another card were cards that really interestingly have shifted drastically in value like multiple times depending on the meta which is not yeah. usually the case in like uh in like a hearthstone or a magic where it's like yeah the power creep is kind of linear and like once you go below the line, you're just sort of retired effectively, right? Like mm, yeah. we're never going to see Kurt Ape played again. Well, maybe we will. That's a pretty good card. But like, you know, we're never going to see a two one for one vanilla get played again. Like that's ne- like yeah, Savannah yeah, yeah. Lions is never going to be playable again. It's, it's below the line. Enough. It's just never going to be good enough anymore. Um, But uh deny like it has really like it's it's a super meta dependent card and when we're seeing you know war mother's call get played at a reasonable clip like all of a sudden deny looks really good and if you're playing yeah. a lot of um you know vengeances and ruinations and uh harrowing targon removal all the targon removal yeah exactly you're playing these it big six mana up. removal spells and stuff like all of a sudden deny seems really good and you know, in, in the lease index, I think accentuates that even more because you already want to be playing spells. You want to be playing things that protect the lease in. And it's it's definitely um, it's really cool to see because we've seen the full spectrum of deny. Right. Like we've seen yeah. I mean, back when it was three mana um, and it was played all over the place. And when it initially was four mana it was never played and then it got really good again. And, and I think pre call the mountain it was very much a like one to two tech end card um you know depending on what flavor of ionia control you wanted to play um so uh it, it's really cool to see that like hey we're in a spot where it's actually pretty good now um so it, it, it's yeah, really it's, good it's so you know. funny it's funny that it's seen so little play and people have forgotten about it from the past <clears throat> That I had, um, I was playing some Lee Sin Fizz, and I have a couple of copies of Deny in that deck because it's good. And mm-hmm. my opponent was playing um, something with uh, Aurelian Soul, and he played Supernova that mm-hmm. obliterate two dudes yep. targeting my Lee Sin and something else. And someone in chat just starts roasting me, saying, I guess you lost, you lost the game, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I have Deny in my hand. And I just look, I'm like, how do you think I've lost right now? He's like, you you lose your units. I'm like, I literally have a deny. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, I was just yeah. like, eh. it, it 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 stops the thing that's. He's like, this is why celestials all need nerf. Blah blah blah. I'm like, literally, yeah. it's nine mana do nothing. Mm-hmm. It's nine mana do nothing right now. Well, and that actually that also kind of ties into Lee Sin himself because he's another I mean he got he got a huge buff right I mean the people when we were talking yeah. about it last week the people who were saying that this was a nerf um I feel like they must Insane. have gone into hiding or or are denying that they ever made those claims because it's deny. absolutely <laughs> deny joke <laughs> got him uh it, it's absolute rubbish to think I don't know why yeah. I did that voice there uh to think that Lee Sin <laughs> got worse he's so much better now um and the the thing about Lee Sin and he was kind of always like this. It's just he wasn't 
super good because he was six mana and did not have and his great spell stats. was garbage and his spell was useless right well it was very it was just very expensive and very interruptible yeah. and etc cetera, etc cetera. and slow speed slow speed uh just a million things wrong with it um lee sin as a card is and and as a deck archetype uh by proxy is very linear right like you play spells you pump up your lease in a lot of them are using gems to quickly level and pump up lease in like really good synergy um very linear in what it's doing it is pumping up a lease in it is challenging your guy it's getting a lease in um overwhelm and it's killing you in one turn and i know just from watching your stream saucy and seeing people complain um people are saying it's overpowered that, 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 that Lee Sin people. is overpowered and he needs a nerf and all this and all this. And I'm like, a deck being linear does not mean that it is overpowered or needs a nerf. It's so yeah. crazy. And I, I, we, um, I talked about this. I'm, I'm, bl- I'm blurring podcasts. I'm pretty sure I talked about this on my TFT podcast. Maybe I talked about it on here. The fact that because the... Um, maybe I did talk about it on here. The the fact that the the devs are so open and uh, open to open to constructed criticism and want to hear mm-hmm. our feedback, instead of trying to figure out the answer to a card or a format, the knee jerk reaction of the community is, "Oh, you guys messed up. Nerf this," um, because that's an option on the table. Unlike in Magic, where um, you know, especially before the modern era. Um, the only answer was, well, let's wait for this to rotate or in a very, um, uh, rare circumstance, you'd ban a card. Now banning cards are much more common, but like, Mm -hmm. that's the knee jerk reaction of, it's not like, okay, well, maybe I should think about playing some more frostbite effects, or maybe I should think about playing Ionia myself because like, uh, will of Ionia is still a card and, I can play my own denies and you know, I can play frostbites to stop Lee Sin. like all these things that I don't see anyone trying because you haven't had enough time to try it because I'm seeing, Oh, I Lee Sin once this was, I didn't have a chance in this game. I couldn't interact. Therefore it's, it's broken. It's like, well, are you playing cards that can interact with Lee Sin? Have you tried to play those cards? Like mm, don't, don't play see those cards. Right, no, so, I don't oh, to. I don't want to, I don't want to play Will of Iodia. It's like, I mean, I I just don't and we've had this conversation before saucy off stream where it's like I feel like people aren't outright saying it but based on the things that people are asking for and complaining there the game the like ideal game that the person wants doesn't exist or yeah. that game is unplayable <laughs> like yeah. I want my specific version of Legend of Runeterra. Right. And it's like, I want a game where nothing is overpowered, but also there's strong cards because strong cards are fun. It's like, you realize you're asking but you don't for... want them to be, you don't want there to be strong cards though. Right. You want but them you to be strong when there to be you strong play cards. them. But when you yeah, get I want outplayed, it to be, it's when I draw fall. the card, it's two mana. When my opponent <laughs> right. draws it, it's 43 mana. Right. That's how I want the game to work. Right. Have you uh, have you had a chance to play mini lease index since I the, played a little uh, the bit old change? I I played a decent amount, um, and I I actually played an uh, so the the version that I've been seeing floating around is one that I think, uh, if not started with um, if 
not started by Teal Red um, from, I believe, uh, Japan uh, was popularized. The um, the gem, Leeson, uh, Tarek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was playing one with uh, Leeson, Diana, uh, which was floating around okay. like like day one of the pack. I think Rattling Bones uh, came up with it. And it, it's pretty good. It's a it's definitely a high. That version is a a lot more nuanced. And when he was when Rattling Bones was playing it, he was doing really well. I picked it up and kind of floundered a little bit and um, was like, yeah, I can see how this deck gets better, but I don't want to put in the time to do it. So yeah, the Tarek versions, I think a little bit more straightforward and, and, and more of what I kind of wanted to play. But I mean, it's super strong. It works a lot like Kickaxe did the old Nola gold yeah. deck, the, the Noxus version. It's but the like it's just more consistent, I think, with you know, with gems and the cheap enabling spells for Targon and like the spells that you're playing are just better for Tar with yeah. Targon. Um, like Draven worked for that deck. You got zero cost spells, but like you weren't really getting value. You were getting like, like new, it was like neutral value. You weren't gaining yeah. anything. The gems are just such a, a just a, a knockout fit for Lisa. And it's just, it's really strong. And then of course the, um, I forget the name of the spell, but the three mana plus one plus two give overwhelm is just, I mean, yeah. that's just that's, exactly that's what, what the makes doctor him a monster. Ordered. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I've played uh, mostly Lee Sin since the last podcast. Like, I've played so many variants of him, um, mm. just kind of like taking almost on like an academic level, just studying yeah. Lee Sin. Yeah. Um, and what I found is he's not just the combo finisher he was, he works really, really well as just a board. Cr- like board control machine mm-hmm. so that's what i've been calling him like i've been playing a lot of lisa and timo to no one's surprise <laughs> um but he does a lot of things that work well with timo because mm-hmm. bef- in other timo decks if they play an elusive minion and you're just like well i can't attack with timo right but now you have a way to kill that like he can kill tons of elusive threats mm-hmm. um like he just kills so much and paves the way for timo until he becomes a threat himself being able to play him during the game and not just to finish the game is insanely strong like he's actually he went from like literally the least played champion to actually pretty good yeah i think he uh he's just really solid now and i think we're only seeing the initial versions i i actually think the rattling bones version is probably closer to the right the right way to go because you know Tarek is very good. good I, I've really wanted Tarek to work. He just like he seems like he's it's hard to it's hard to put my finger on what I where I feel Tarek is, but he just seems like a little too clunky. Very strong, four mana two four like he ends up working pretty well when you get him out and he, he like he can do the right things. It just seems like it doesn't line up the way I, that I really want it to um, a lot of the time. And also a five mana champ spell like his, it's just putting too much, too many eggs in the basket for me. Um, yeah. And he adds we'll a lot of... See you know. how, we'll have to see how he works after they make changes to some of the support um, dudes that they talked yeah. about in last patch notes. Yeah, he... Um, he he adds a lot of over the top power for Leeson, and I just don't know that you need that for Leeson. I think you can skimp a little bit more on the on the over the top and and smooth out the control aspects and get a really good and really refined version. But yeah, I think you know if Leeson becomes a 
air quotes problem in the meta, there are a lot of uh, answers and and ways to deal with him in the format mm-hmm. already. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ways to get rid of him, and like if and what's cool is like the new version of Lee Sin. They can tweak a lot about it if he does need adjusted in the future. Um, that mm-hmm. like to bring his power level down, um, if need be. Uh, but uh, I think that just because this is, you know, I, I call him a new card as if right. they just put him in the game because he wasn't seeing play before, but now he's seeing a lot of play. And that causes people to think, I'm seeing this card a lot. Therefore, it is overpowered. Right. And uh, just because it's overrepresented <laughs> does not mean yep. it's overpowered by mm-hmm. any stretch because there's a lot of times my opponent plays there in and there's some cool cards in the game that i like to play like vengeance yeah um <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that deals with them yep. and uh it in like even if you're just trying to stop the dragon kick like you can you can bastion you can deny mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. can kill Lee sin there's a lot you can do so yeah um frostbite as well and there's there's a lot of options i've been playing a lot of frostbite like frostbite ezreal also uh other cards that are not in playable ezreal's still fine like i was playing a lot of frostbite ezreal yep uh, got a lot of wins with that deck. He that that def, that nerf is more considerable than I thought, though. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After playing probably like twenty games or so with Ezreal, he is con- like two two more ticks is like considerably harder to level him up. Yep. It feels. And every game, I'm like, if this was still at eight instead of ten, I would have won because yep. that's a whole extra turn essentially where mm-hmm. you could have had him out killing them. Um, but he's still fine. I think Ezreal's still playable. Just not yeah, nearly as strong. I think even if he's not super competitively viable right now, like he only needs a couple of spells. And now yeah. Riot, you know, the LOR team has the ability to actually maybe print some spells that are good for Ezreal yeah. and like bring him back to a power level, which is fine. Um, yeah, so. and that's one of those things like when when people the people like people who are playing a lot of Ezreal complaining like why did he get nerfed if he wasn't super oppressive and it wasn't necessarily that he at that exact moment was very oppressive because mm-hmm. he wasn't like we weren't seeing a lot of Ezreal right right but him existing the way he did limits future design space because mm-hmm. they can't print the make it rain type cards the Riptide Rex type cards right. stuff like that in a world where Ezreal could break the game yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people would probably be happy if they don't print uh, Riptide Rex type cards. That's oh, enough. we need more. We need more. I I've love never Riptide lost Rex. to a Riptide Rex, so. Nope, I only win with them. I only win with them. Yep. Um, God, Riptide Rex is so good. Uh, it's so good. Spam, spam your Riptide Rex emotes in chat. Thank you. Um, yep. Riptide Flex, rather. Uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, Ezreal, I mean, it's the same thing every time we see a nerf saucy it's like oh uh as you'll got nerfed he's unplayable and yes he's he's certainly worse but you know so were a lot of the cards that got, have gotten nerfed and it always it usually it's takes weird. a cycle like, for them to come back it doesn't make sense because you'd think for when something got nerfed they'd want it to still be just as strong right oh, wait no <laughs> it is to make it a little weaker shit oh yeah. that's weird well, <laughs> people kept saying that like but Ezreal's weaker now i'm like no shit really he is <laughs> the card that they wanted to reduce the power level of got its power level reduced super weird how yeah. that happens yeah so yeah no it's definitely it. It, it it is it's just interesting seeing the the uh the opinion of 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 folks and 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 even even at the the high tournament level i mean i'm in some 
some discords and there's opinions that are out there that I, I will say I don't agree with. And I just don't, I, I, I'm not looking to get into an argument with anyone. People can have their, their, people can have their opinions and call for bans and nerfs instead of trying to fix a, instead of trying to break the format. That's just, it's just a different way to look at it. And that's, you know, as long as you're not being actively toxic, that's, that's perfectly fine. If you're not playing the, the no win console, the game decks, well, yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like telling people to quit yeah, the game and all that stuff too is just like and yeah, all of the all of the fun League of Legends chat that spills over sometimes. Yeah, brutal. which I'm still learning. Blevins has been trying to give me the. Uh, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in a like a. Uh, you know how you can go to those masterclass websites yes. where they do like Chef Gordon Ramsay will teach mm-hmm. you how to make eggs and shit like that. Yep. Uh, Blevins teaches a master class in being toxic. It's true. Uh, because I do. Him and I, we did play some League of Legends together, uh, and I was not being toxic. And and Blevins was informing me yeah. that in order to play that game, I need to be ripping on everyone a lot more. So he's been kind of my life coach in that regard yeah. to kind of teach me how to be a little more toxic. So use my emotes better. Yep, you got to use your emotes better, and you need to uh, you need to tell people at the beginning of the game don't get don't get Facebooked, don't get FB. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think people still do that. I, all my, all my, I had the prime, uh, I had the prime trolling back in, in 2011. But now the oh, uh, back in 2011, the good days, the good, the good old days of LOL before these ranked seasons ruined it for everyone. Yeah, before the champion Cogma was released and ruined oh. the game. <laughs> I want Cogma and Runeterra. Kong on Runeterra would be sweet. So would Warwick. I still but want Warwick. Warwick is, I want oh, smooth man, the, Warwick. The Warwick <laughs> we proposed would not break the game either. So I think it would be. I think you could potentially balance it so that it probably like because so the 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 this is I don't this has nothing to do with anything in the game. I, certainly not getting made, or at least I, not to my knowledge. So if it does end up happening, it's completely a coincidence. But um. I was saying, like, Warwick, you know, he's got that hunter ability where, like, if someone is health, like, he can see them and, like, chases after them, right? So, like, what if he had a proc that's kind of like Vlad's, but for your opponent's units? Like, if your opponent's units take damage, you know, X number of times, you summon him from your deck, like... Yeah, it just pops out. And, like, what if he couldn't be played? Like, if he couldn't be... Like, he's always at the bottom of your deck... Or something Ooh. like that, and then you can't. I don't know. It, it's confusing for sure. But if you couldn't play him, that actually be pretty cool. Because then, like, like he's the, only the thing in has your to deck. happen. Yeah, even, I mean, it's even if you draw him, but you broken. can't play the card. Oh yeah. So you okay? So yes, you can draw him, but, but you, you can't you play it. Can't play. He has no mana cost. Ooh. Yeah, he would just jump. He could jump out of your hand at that. He point. jumps out of your hand or da- okay now. Like Thresh, like Thresh style. That's a freebie, right? That's a freebie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can take that one. Take that one. You can Ryan. take that one. All it will and cost you is just send us the um the the smooth Warwick skin when you put it in the game. Yeah, which is gonna <laughs> it is coming out. That is confirmed by me. Yeah, uh, we confirm that. Yep, that's hundred percent. Uh definitely not happening. Uh, for reference, that's, this is uh, for comedic purposes, and if it happens to be real, it's a coincidence, not a leak. Thank you. Um, okay, so. <laughs> got to cover your bases these days yeah um yeah it's important so we were talking about how we didn't really have any news but we actually do have one pretty big piece of news here saucy 
Um, yeah. And this is the... Uh, it is called the LOR Masters Europe Chronicles of Targon. Official Riot EU tournament. Uh, I would call it a tournament series. Um, yeah. Really interesting format and uh, tournament structure here, Saucy. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. So... Um, we'll put a link. If you haven't read this, you should if yeah. you're interested in competitive play. Even if you're not interested in competitive play, the reason this is important is a lot of the top players and streamers out there are interested in competitive play. Yes. And for Legends of Runeterra to grow and thrive, we need to bring those top-level players. Mm -hmm. When people ask me all the time, like, why isn't X, Y, and Z player who plays, like, Magic or Hearthstone or whatever, yeah. why aren't they playing Runeterra? I'm like, well, if there's not these tournaments that they're playing in, there's not really an incentive mm -hmm. for them to come over, right? Mm -hmm. um, so seeing, finally, the first, uh, like, official tournament coming out from Riot, and yes, it's EU, but that doesn't mean they're not going to do this in other regions. Right. Um, it could happen in, for other shards. Um, it's really, really cool, and it just got me excited. Even though, like, you guys know I'm not a tournament player. I have no interest in, like, doing these ladder grinds and tournaments, mm -hmm. but I love to watch them, and I like that they exist, and it makes me happy. Yeah, and I, of course, am, am very tapped into the, the tournament scene for, for casting purposes and tournament organization purposes, obviously. I, I don't have anything to do with this specific tournament, but it is really cool, and I've talked to some folks that are... Uh, that are working with it. I don't know any details on it, so I'm not worried about leaking anything. But yeah, I mean, yeah. the only things that we've seen from Riot at all in terms of Runeterra are there's been, I think, one or two events that Riot gave some support for in, I believe, Germany. It was called like the Legends of Doc. Um, this was months ago. Um, and then I think it was even before it was before Rising Tides came out, if I recall correctly. And then there's also been, I believe, between one and three or four Riot Riot Asia um, events that have. And, and, and what's interesting and, and, and is also interesting about this event. Is that the Riot, uh, I believe it was Riot Korea, actually Riot Korea and um, this Europe event are actually team events um and yeah we'll post a link because i'm not going to try to go through the whole the whole rigmarole of this event because there's actually a lot of it's actually kind of not complex but there's a lot of rules and whatnot but basically yeah, a lot to it um the different countries so you know france germany and different different european company not companies countries um are essentially making teams for the event yep. and then you're playing i believe three person teams um and it and yeah because I, I think they they yeah, pull from 3 ladder 3. right they give the top three yeah ladder players yes yeah, so from from each country so which is kind of cool so yeah they're like the the number one yeah you get the number one ranked french player who could be number one in eu and then you get the second ranked french player in their example is actually number 52 on the ladder but they're number two for france so they make the team and then third is 121 etc um so, uh, yeah, really cool. And I believe if, if the folks I've talked to are correct, it's going to be the, the tournament, um, structure is going to be akin to like how they did collegiate Hearthstone where it's like three players. I mean, in COVID they'll be on a call, not in the same place necessarily, 
three players all playing the deck with one person physically piloting it, and then the other yeah. two are in the call, sort of giving the the, the team aspect to it. So. Yeah, we. I don't think we've really seen this style of format. We've seen the Riot Korea event had like teams where like one player would play one match of the best of five, and then another player would play a deck as a you know game two or something like that. But not like this, which is really cool. I think we haven't really seen this at all in in, uh, in LOR. Yeah, which have you? I mean, anyone who's ever like either gotten coaching or even played on you know with someone in discord um like having someone else there to bounce ideas off real time mm -hmm. considerably improves your win rate like it, yeah like it's insane just because a lot of times you won't see things that they see and yep. vice versa and it's uh i think that'd be really cool my favorite thing about the entire article though this <clears throat> is the the frequently asked questions section mm -hmm. so that's the faqs on the bottom so they're pulling the top three um, masters players in each uh, in each country for these. And the first kind of question is, do I have to be in master to compete? And it's the most like politically correct answer I've ever seen. <laughs> They're like, well, you do not. You have to be in one of the top three players from your country, though, and your country must have at least two other masters players. <laughs> so it's like it's like. Uh, you probably do, but we can't yeah, exclude You don't really technically cool. need to be based on the rules, but you likely do. <laughs> but you're probably going to need to be a master player. Well, now I'm wondering, like, if you... that That's actually interesting that they say that, because, like, you can... Like, there is no... As far as I know, there's no ties for master's ranks. But there can be no, a tie. So. There could be fifty people who are diamond one, you know, eighty LP. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. Yep. Uh, maybe there can be ties. I don't know how they're. I'm. I'm not worried about how they're going to do that. But um, really cool that they're doing. I mean, you're basically making what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You make. Yeah, you're making. Oh, it says it right there. You're making nine decks, um, and only the champions are revealed, and then teams get to ban three champions from opponents' decks. So. Kind of an interesting format as well in terms of um, play. We have not really seen that yet. Um, and I believe um, that, yeah, you can actually, yeah, you can definitely have region overlap. And you can actually even have, it looks like you can have champion overlap. Yeah, yeah, you I can have can. champion overlap, which is interesting because you're actually just banning a champion. So in the example yep. they gave, they the team bans Draven, and it actually kicks two of their decks out by banning Draven, mm -hmm. which is kind of funny. So um, I know uh, the 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 discussion of whether you should have bans or not in tournament format has been one that has been hotly talked about and this That's is it. really embracing it in a, in a new way that we haven't seen this is really cool yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie i'm, I'm excited about yeah this. i love the idea of banning champions in this game because like there are so many polarizing champions right like mm -hmm. if you have a lineup that just can't beat a fiora for whatever right. reason let's just say fiora is the champion that takes you out you're like all right well we just don't play around fiora right um like it, we have a lot of stuff where like if you if like there's a really strong Hibernator deck, you're like, all right, let's mm -hmm. just not play against Hibernator. Right. Uh, I think it's it's really cool. I like that idea a lot. 
Yeah, it's really interesting. I can't wait to see how it plays out. And, um, you know, for a format like this where there's a small number of teams and it's an invitational, well, you're qualifying kind of, but it's essentially an invitational for top, you know, ladder ranked players. Like you can have this like, uh, like pseudo index, you know, something like, uh, you know, we've traditionally run and, and LOR in general has traditionally run open deck lists. It's just hard yeah. not to do that. Um, it, it, it levels the playing field to be able to do that because if you don't, then players who have feature matches or, or their matches are streamed are at a disadvantage to everyone else. So I think the, the common practice has just been, okay, everyone has complete deck information and go from there. But this is sort of moving away from that for a reason, right? Which is to enable this sort of like it makes the ban phase more interesting, right? Like no, yeah. th- you can make a no champ deck, but it's like, you have no idea what it is. Cause there's no other restrictions. It could literally yeah. be anything. Right. So really, uh, really interested to see how this one plays out. I'm very excited. Again, we'll post the link in the description so you can see, you know, when it's happening and all the details on it, but let us know, um, on discord, uh, maybe we'll make a, a tournament and a, a tournament uh talk section to to talk about the tournament you know either before during or after the event so we can we can talk about that but i think that'll be that'd be really cool Can't yeah wait for it. i just want to watch it i just like yeah i i love watching high level tournament play mm-hmm. so and they even have this like nice infographic on how like the band phase works and mm-hmm. stuff it's pretty cool yeah, I'm I'm really excited, really excited about Riot. Uh, hopefully, hopefully this is a success for them, so that they, you know, are looking to do some more events. Uh, you know, moving forward. So very excited about that. But saucy, is there anything else that we want to talk about here? I know this was kind of a slow week in terms of news, but we are going to be getting another. Or we're getting a balance patch this upcoming week, aren't we? Next week? Yeah, I, yeah, I think we do. We get uh, the short I think one. The one where they. Well, yeah, it could be or a short uh, a short turnaround. Be, I mean, yeah, it could be a considerable one to, because they yeah. alluded to some stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's this card. It, it's a it's a card you not many people play it. So you, I don't know if you've seen it. It's called Hush that they talked about maybe getting a. It might be getting a a quiet little, change. Little, little, yeah, um, and some maybe some uh some support units for mm-hmm. Tarek getting changed. Oh, and the 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 grandfather Ramul. So I hope Rummel gets buffs because um that's me in in 8 years. Um I I I that I I want that card to be better. Um because it's just kind of embarrassing compared to uh uh all the other eight drops in the game. <laughs> yeah, everything else. Yeah everything else yeah so yeah that's gonna be it for this episode everyone thank you all for listening and for watching make sure you're checking out all the links but especially links of saucy where can people find you <laughs> you can just find me on the internet uh, i'm everywhere just saucy mailman um you can go to my website saucymailman.com um there's like beginner guides mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of good good educational content on there yes. for your brain Unsmoothing your brain. Unsmooth your brain and use all the smoothing on Smooth Warwick. On Warwick. (laughs) Uh, You can find me on the internet at the underscore Blevins. And oh, one thing I wanted to to mention that is related to me. So obviously this Friday I'll be casting 
uh, Giant Slayer Fight Night Legends, just like every Friday, Twitch.tv slash Giant Slayer TV. Make sure you're checking that out. But also, the um, Ascent of Targon Invitational Tournament is happening yeah. this weekend, uh, which is not a Riot official event, but it is uh, Duels of Runeterra and Team Liquid. And I will be casting the final day of that on Sunday, so you can check that out on the Team Liquid channel. Um, so yeah, but you can find me on the internet at the underscore Blevins on Twitter. You can find the show on Twitter at Rune Terrible. You can go to runeterrible.com. Discord.me slash Terrible Radio is the best place to find everything that yeah. we do uh, and to also just find us lurking around. And then, of course, if you want, you can support us, patreon.com slash Terrible Radio as well. But Saucy, that is going to be it for this week. For Saucy, I am the Blevins, and next week we'll be talking about more Legends of Rune Terra. Mm-hmm.